Hello, dear friends. Hope you all have been peaceful in the Lord during the past week. You are listening to a Sunday worship message from the Last Days Ministry here at WGM Church. Before we continue with today's word, let us begin with the words from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fight by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Titus chapter 3 verse 1 through 8. Titus chapter 3 verse 1 through 8. Put them in mind to be subject of principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, And these things I will that thou affirm constantly that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Amen. God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah to the people of Judah who had abandoned him. Jeremiah 13, 23 and 24 says, Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? Then... May ye also do good, that are accustomed to do evil. Therefore will I scatter them as the stubble that passeth away by the wind of the wilderness. The words spoken to the people of Judah at that time are also the words to all those who do not believe in Jesus Christ and do evil today. The word of God says, All who do not believe in God cannot do good. God spoke again of the reason why people cannot do good. Jeremiah 17 verse 9 and 10 says, 
The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways, and according to the fruit of his doings. Most people today believe that they can be considered good if they do not do anything bad. However, the Word of God tells us that sinners are mistaken. The Bible tells us why the people who lived during the days of Noah were judged by God and were all killed by the flood. Genesis 6, verse 5 and 6. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. God said that the thoughts and imaginations of the heart of man are evil. When Jesus was on earth, he turned to the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes and told them that they were hypocrites. Even though their hearts were full of all kind of evil, they were hypocrites who wanted to hide their deeds and show people that their hearts were good. So Jesus even rebuked them as children of the devil. Matthew 15, verse 7 through 9 says, Ye hypocrites, Well did Esaias prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Jesus spoke of all the filthy sins in their heart. Mark 7, verse 20 through 23. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Apostle Peter testified that God purified the hearts of the Gentiles through faith. Acts 15.8 And God, which knoweth the hearts, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us. Then Apostle Paul testified of the gospel of Christ, in which the heart is purified by faith. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 2 through 5. By which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all. All that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. To believe that Christ died for our sins means that sinners, realizing that they are sinners, believe that they died in and with Christ when he died on the cross, and that they were buried with him. We must believe. That our old self has already died on the cross, and believe that the dead have been set free from sin. Just as Jesus Christ was raised on the third day, we must believe that 2,000 years will pass as the age of grace will end, and on the third day we will rise together with Him. At this time, the Apostle Paul testified that the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy, is accomplished in the Holy Spirit because all the sins in the heart are removed. And cleansed by the blood of Christ. 
Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats, and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Hebrews 9.12-14 And then in Hebrews 10.11-13, he said, And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. In the words to Nicodemus the Pharisee, the Lord spoke of what will be revealed to whose hearts are purified by his own blood, through faith in his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John 3, 3. Then in John 3, verse 5 through 8, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. When writing to Titus, the Apostle Paul testified of what being born again is, which is equivalent to a complete regeneration of a person. Again from Titus chapter 3 verse 4 through 7, But after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The Apostle Paul testified about the testimony that takes place in a person who has been born again of the Holy Spirit through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, has been circumcised by Christ and has put off the body of sin. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law, and they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Galatians 5, 22-24 The Apostle Paul also testified about the works of the flesh in unregenerate people. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5, 19-21 And finally, upon his resurrection, the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to his disciples that people must repent of their unbelief and be born again. And he said unto them, 
These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and ye are witnesses of these things. Luke 24, 44-48 Blessings to you in the name of Christ Jesus. Have a wonderful week.